0: Greetings and welcome to episode 2, season 2 of I Have Something to Say. My name is Dr. Stephen Levy. I am the host and creator of this podcast. For those that are not familiar with me, I have had a pretty significant career in the field of social work, working in different settings with a variety of different populations, and the one theme that runs through every single place I've worked and every single person I've worked with is everyone has something to say. Everybody has a story they want to tell. Everybody has something they want someone to hear. And that's really how this podcast came to be, is to give people a platform to say what they want to say. So if you have something to say and you'd like to be on the show, just go over to my website at www. Dot Dr. Stephen dot com. That's dot com Send me a message and we'll figure out a way to get you on the show. So this episode, I want to talk about loss. And not just the loss of a loved one, but the loss of something in your life. Could be small, could be significant. And the reason why this topic came to me was I've been doing a lot of work lately, um, especially since the COVID, the pandemic, uh, March 2020 uh, is kind of when we went on lockdown. And a theme that has been running through practically all of these is loss. Someone lost um, a relationship that they had because of the COVID or someone had a big vacation planned and they lost that vacation. Someone was set to get a promotion at their work and then they were sent home and they didn't get that. So lots and lots of different losses. And then once you get into it, you find that there are losses that are hanging on to people that have occurred years earlier in their lives. For example, Uh, the lady who had to take care of her parents because the parents were disabled and couldn't do it, loss of childhood, the gentleman who was abused by um, a caretaker, the loss of innocence. So these are all losses that do not necessarily have to do with death, but that we experience in very, very similar ways. Now, Elizabeth Kubler Ross came up with a theory of how people go through stages of grieving a loss. She talks about the five stages denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Right? So, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And. In the theory, you know, you go through these stages kind of one by one, but in reality, you bounce back and forth. It's not necessarily in that order, but um, I would say it's pretty spot on. You do hit every one of these. So originally when I was going to do this podcast, I wanted to tell stories from some of the people I've been working with to try and illustrate how a loss that doesn't have to do with a death can be just as significant as the loss of a loved one. And then... It just kind of hit me. Why not talk about my own recent loss? I had a pretty significant one. And the truth is, I didn't even realize that I was going through these stages until I really thought about this podcast. And as I told someone the other day, a personal story is one way to connect with people, an audience. So I'm going to tell you my story. I'm going to tell you about each of the stages that I have gone through. And see if it connects to you. See if you can, you know, correlate it to something in your life. Maybe something that you didn't think about, but you know, it's hanging around and maybe it's time. You know, it's never, ever too late late to mourn the loss of something. Especially if it still has a very strong emotional negative impact in your life. Emotions, behaviors, etc. It is never too late to go back, mourn something. And put it away. So for me, in March, right before the country shut down, right before we went on quarantine, I had a meeting scheduled with one of my bosses. And really the theme and the point of the meeting was just to talk about, you know, the end of the year. And, you know, what was going to happen next year, things to work on, things doing well, you know, just kind of a end of the year wrap up. So, lo and behold, before I even knew what happened, I was in the meeting and I was being let go. Couldn't, Couldn't believe what was happening. I was in a complete state of shock. How do you react to something like that? I had been at this place for 13 years. I had relationships with all these people. It felt like a stab in the back, a betrayal, disrespect. Um, lack of appreciation for the work I had done. So it was a really tough blow. And even from the beginning, I sort of had this feeling, knowledge, you know, maybe both, that it really had nothing to do with me. You know, and, and I don't want to, you know, pat myself on the back, but I'm probably one one of the best school social workers that that um, school has ever seen. So I realized pretty quickly that it just didn't have anything to do with me. So I went home, we're in quarantine, uh, school's closed. And the truth is that was probably a blessing that you know I did not have to go in there and see everybody to finish out the year, right? So I'm home and immediately I'm just flooded with all sorts of different emotions. From the denial, it can't be happening, to furious anger, to, well, you know, maybe they're going to call me back. They are realize they're going to make a mistake. And then I was just depressed. I was sad. I couldn't really focus, couldn't really do anything. And slowly but surely, um, and I'm probably still slowly but surely, but, you know, I'm getting a lot closer. It's just accepting it for what it is just accepting it what it is and going to move on and uh, on to bigger and better things. So I want to break down these stages a little bit and kind of give you uh, some specific examples of what they actually mean. So what is denial? Denial is a way for us to um, slow the process of the loss. So it's a way for our brains not to get hit by and flooded with all those different emotions at the same time, because that'd be overwhelming for anybody. So it takes our minds sometimes to kind of catch up to that reality. So we deny it. You know, we don't understand it, it didn't happen. It's uh, you know, it's a mistake or whatever it might be. We we, we deny the reality as our brain sort of gets set up to go into the next uh, phase. The next one is anger, okay? You're denying it, it didn't happen And then all of a sudden you're just hit with anger Anger at that loss of childhood Anger at that loss of a job Anger that you lost that, you know, trip Anger at the loss of innocence Whatever it is, just anger comes on And I definitely felt that, you know And You know, I felt like I had things to say to them. I felt like, you know, I should do something. I felt like I should, you know, let the world in on what's happening. You know, all these different, you know, anger feelings that, you know, I wanted to, uh, I don't know, exact revenge. I don't know. But, you know, fortunately, the part of my mind that, you know, felt the anger and wanted to express the anger in that way did not Um, I certainly wrote a couple things that I had thought about sending, but um, at the end of the day, you know, kind of, I guess, logic prevailed and thought that that would not be um, a very healthy thing to do for anybody. So then it became bargaining. And this was the point where it was kind of denial. I was sort of in the anger, but then I was like, you know what? They're going to realize that they made a mistake. They didn't do this correctly and they were going to call me back and say you know what come back next year you know we didn't mean it it was a mistake or come back but we want you to do this instead of that and i i was in that point for quite a while maybe six weeks maybe eight weeks something something like that and i really sort of had my mind convinced that you know i was going to get that call and everything was going to be hunky-dory and the more that went on, suddenly the, the depression flooded me. They're not calling. There's nothing I can do. I can't express the anger that I want to. There's going to be no apologies. What can I do? And that's when, you know, I sort of fell into that. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to start. Um, couldn't really think straight and just... I don't know, wallowed in it, I guess, for a period of time. Um, and it was very, very tough uh, to kind of feel like all your plans, you know, all the things that you were have done, that you were working to was just gone without rational explanation, without, you know, anything. So I, I was definitely in that depression for a long time. And to be honest, I probably bounced back between that depression and the anger phase. You know, denial, At whenever that left, that, that was kind of left, I understood. But, you know, and I wasn't gonna bargain, definitely wasn't gonna bargain. So I was caught between that, you know, I'm really depressed and, you know, I really need to get them back. I really need to expose, you know, the great injustice of what they did to me. Um, and slowly, slowly with the support of my family, uh, thank goodness. I moved on to the okay, this is my new reality. Now what? That's over. Nothing I can do about it. Nothing's going to happen. So now what? So I accepted what it was. It just was what it was. And then I fig- tried to figure out okay, now what's next? What's going to be the next chapter? in my life, in my employment life. And that wasn't so simple. That wasn't so simple either. You know, do I want to go in this environment? Do I want to go back in that environment? Do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? And eventually I came to the point of, you know what? Why don't you do something that you're good at and that brings you a lot of satisfaction. You do good work. And people acknowledge that you do good work. So why not stay with, you know, what my wheelhouse is? So after lots of discussions and uh, debates and crunching numbers, uh, you know, my wife and I decided that now is the time to go all in on the private practice. And fortunately, I've been working very, very um, hard and lots of people I've been working with Uh, I'm working on this podcast. Um, I'm doing some educational webinars coming up. So I've been really, really busy and very fortunate for that. So just kind of ending up here. uh, If you think about a loss, that's not a death, but a loss of something that was significant, very meaningful to you. And it doesn't matter how far back it was, but you feel it's still hanging on. It's still negatively impacting. Uh, your emotions or your behaviors. Take some time. Acknowledge it for what it is, for what it was. Take some time and allow yourself to grieve that loss. And your body and your mind will tell you when you're done because you won't forget it. Obviously, you won't forget whatever that experience was. And you won't forget how you felt about that experience. But it won't be so charged. It will not be so impactful on your life. It'll be a memory. It'll be experience. It'll be something that's with you, but it won't be stopping you. It won't be a hurdle that you have to jump over anymore. So again, you know, typically people when they have a loss, they go through these kind of five stages that Elizabeth Kubler-Ross came up with. The denial, the anger, the bargaining, depression, and finally acceptance. So. That's all I have for this episode of I Have Something to Say. Again, if you feel like you want to reach out and have something to say or comments, feedbacks, uh, whatever's on your mind, head on over to the website, www.drstevenlevy.com, and uh, let me know what's on your mind. Thanks.